This podcast is brought to you by Thomson Reuters, the answer company, providers of technology, guidance and expertise to accountants in practice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this On Compliance pod from accountingweb.co.uk. I'm Tom Herbert, editor of the site, and this month is a Making Tax Digital special. So after months, even years of speculation, the public pilot has finally opened to half a million businesses, and we'll be looking at the latest developments and what this means in practice for accountants. Uh, Thank you very much to Thomson Reuters for supporting this podcast. And uh, let's welcome our two expert panelists. Uh, First of all, Mark Perdue from Thomson Reuters. Hi there, Mark. Hello. And Rebecca Cave, our consulting tax editor and owner of Tax Writer Limited. Hi, Rebecca. Good afternoon, Tom. So um, the public pilot has opened. Uh, Mark, can you just tell us uh, what this means in practice for accountants? Sure. Um, it, it basically now means that the, the, the ability is there for an accountant to sign up to the pilot, um, onboard some of their clients, and actually see what you know life post 1st of April 2019 is going to actually look like. So it's the opportunity to get that early look at but what MTD for VAT is, and to be honest, just to see what all the fuss is about. Yes, and uh, if they want to sign up, uh, what, what should they do now? So, so really, there's a, a two-stage approach. One is to make sure you've got um, a relationship with with a software company that can give you the compatible software. So, you know, there's no point in signing yourself up and onboarding some clients into the process if you haven't got the software to support them. So, that's sort of step one have a chat with your software provider. Um, Step two is via your agent services account, um, which hopefully most accountants have now created. There's a link um, in there to link your VAT clients to your account. So that effectively creates a link between your old VAT government gateway and your new agent services account. And once you've done that, you can either ask clients to sign up themselves or you can ask via that via that uh, agent services account for your clients to give you permission to submit on their behalf so that again there's a link once you've created the link between the gateway and your agent services you pick your client and say i want to do mtd for these clients and they get a notification from hmrc and authorize you so it's that two things making sure you've got the software and then going through the hmrc process fantastic yeah thank you mark um Along with this announcement about the opening of the public pilots were also buried deep in the press release were um, some deferments for um, a sort of um, plethora of, of, of uh, a small number, shall we say, of, of more complex businesses. Uh, Rebecca, what are, the, what are the latest deferments? Well, there is a set of deferments, yes, and some of them are complex businesses. Some are just very large businesses, and although HMRC say the numbers of businesses and organisations which will be deferred for MTD for VAT is only 3.5% of the total number of VAT registered traders. It does represent rather a lot of VAT that is paid. So I'll just quickly run through this list, um, which can be found on uh, the um, MTD page on HRC, and I'm sure we've written about it as well on Accounting Web. Um, First of all, we've got trusts, um, so they're deferred. Uh, Unincorporated not-for-profit organisations, so that's charities who are not operating as companies and other uh, not-for-profits like clubs, 
um, community interest companies and organizations. Well, community interest organizations who are not companies. VAT divisions, VAT groups. So any uh, corporates which are operate as a VAT group. And then we've got public sector entities and public corporations. Now, this doesn't mean PLCs. It means public corporations um, such as the BBC, um, uh, other sort of NHS, well, NHS trusts, commands of trusts, local authorities, they're also deferred. Traders who are based overseas are deferred. Um, and also businesses who must make VAT payments on account. These are businesses who pay more than two million pounds a year of VAT um, and they must make VAT payments on account. So they're deferred. And also anybody who uses the annual accounting scheme, which could be quite small businesses, actually. So all those sectors, all those categories of organizations don't have to start MTD until the 1st of October. That will be the first VAT period that starts on or after the 1st of October 19, 2019. Okay, thank you, Rebecca. Yeah, that's um, yeah, interesting stuff. And um, in terms of the businesses that uh, are mandated from the first of April, twenty nineteen, there's been a lot of talk on the site and and um, in the general media um, around the publicity campaign that HMRC have been operating. A lot of small business owners have been saying, "Well, we didn't know about this." Um, Rebecca, is there a publicity campaign, and, and when's it due to start in earnest? Uh, we understand that letters to businesses who are now able to join the pilot, um, and this is essentially slow, sole traders and single companies, because there's a whole bunch of businesses who can't actually join the pilot yet. So all those businesses who can join the pilot will get a letter from HMRC pretty soon. We think next week they're going to start going out from the early part of November um, to businesses and because what HMRC are doing is that they're, they're tying in this comms um, plan um, with opening up the pilot so if you're eligible to go into the pilot now you will get a letter uh, to say that you can join the pilot and you'll be able to um, submit VAT returns under MTD and you will have to submit VAT returns under MTD for the period beginning on or after 1st of April 2000. 2019 but those traders which are deferred um, will not get a letter uh, from HMRC and those traders which can't join the pilot yet won't get a letter until they can so there's a whole bunch of people who can't join the pilot and that includes partnerships and it includes people who trade with the EU and anybody in a VAT group anybody in a VAT division um, as well as all the deferred people as well as well as also um, traders who use the flat rate scheme um, and newly registered um, VAT traders who haven't yet submitted a VAT return and those in the surcharge system. So all of those businesses won't get a welcome to MTD letter yet until the pilot gets extended to add some of these categories of businesses in. Goodness, well, I do hope they are actually headed welcome to MTD. Yes, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, um, you mentioned uh, software earlier. Um, as as a representative from the software world, uh, can you tell us a bit about what progress we've seen on MTD software? 
Yeah, so I, I, I think software providers as a whole have been criticised for partly due to the timeline of, okay, I've got to do this for the 1st of April, but there isn't any software available yet. Um, has been a, a, a criticism that, that has been said. That said, in the last few weeks, um, if you look at HMRC's website, there is now quite a large number of providers who have made successful submissions. Um, so I think there's over 60 providers who have committed to, you know, to, to make products and have products in development. Um, but there are about 24 providers who have done successful t- submissions as part of the, the private pilot um so thompson reuters is among them so you know we've done successful submissions so you know we we've recently announced to our users that there'll be a product that's going to be available for them to buy shortly so i think whilst there has been a criticism in the past i think there are there's now plenty of choice for bridging software out there yeah thanks mark um just to follow up on that there's obviously this list of providers on hmrc's site um likely to be i mean at time of recording it looks likely to be around 80. um are there any plans to sort of segment or or, or break them down further from hmrc yeah so i know that I, I don't know how far along in terms of a process hmrc are with this but um i think in a recent webinar they've mentioned that what they want to do with that list is allow grouping and filtering. So for example, if you're an unrepresented business owner and you know you just want a bit of bridging software to be able to filter the list down and find a list of providers who you know are suitable for you. Equally if you're an accountant, you know you can filter the list down to accountant software rather than business software. I'm an accountant, I want bridging software and just be presented with a relevant list rather than a list of, as you say, 80 providers and having to click on each link to find out what each provider does and offers. It's probably worth saying that HMRC haven't done that segmentation yet. It's something they're planning to do, as we understand it. We don't know when they're going to launch that new segmented list. Sure. Yeah. No. And um, at uh, at a recent event, I was at uh, the an HMRC representative was talking about how the, the difficulties of HMRC not wanting to be seen to uh, favour one provider over another. So I, I I guess any segmentation will be quite basic. Um, you know. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Accounting Web has our own software reviews product, and we're looking to develop uh, an MTD uh, for that uh, section. Watch this space. Um, so moving on to the penalties regime, uh, so far yet to be fully defined, um, but uh, we do know there will be a, a soft landing um, on the uh, on the original regime. Rebecca, um, can you just give us um, uh, an idea of this soft landing? When when's it going to run to? Yes, I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about the soft landing, actually. People seem to think a soft landing is going to apply to everything to do with MTD. It certainly doesn't. The soft landing is only supposed to apply to the digital links elements. So this is for when people have <coughs> relatively complex systems or perhaps, you know, a, a, a different um, software packages that um, you know links have to be made between, and at the moment those links may be a physical person typing from one software package to another, or from a spreadsheet to something else. Um, under MTD, all those packages, the whole system from entering the transaction in the beginning to the spewing out of the tax, the VAT return at the end, should all be one digital pipe. Um, but HMRC knows that these digital pipes are going to be difficult to glue together. So they're saying that you can have a soft landing and have some manual links if really necessary between the different parts of the 
digital pipe um, until 2020. And they've specified that that is for the accounting period um, up to the end of the accounting period um, ending on or after the 1st of April 2020. So <clears throat> it's not, you know, the, the soft landing, i.e. no penalties to be imposed for the lack of these digital links. Well, run until 2020. Um, what is interesting, though, that for those businesses that have a deferral for the start date of MTD, they're not going to get an extension of this soft landing period. So if a business starts uh, their um, compulsory MTD filing from um, a period that starts from the 1st of October 2019, um, their um, soft landing period is only going to last until um, the, the period that ends uh, shortly after April 2020. They're going to have less than a year of soft landing, um, which is... Um, Unfair, you could say. Um, however, I was at um, a event um, hosted by Avalara, and uh, the HMRC spokesperson there said that if businesses are really having trouble getting all their software glued together with digital links and they approach us, um, we will give them further time. So it looks like the soft landing for digital links is going to be rather flexible depending on how clued up you are to go and ask HMRC for further time, which I think is neither fair or equitable, but there you go. Seems a bit odd. I guess you do. You don't know what you don't know, but um, yeah, there we go. And, and I guess it's, you know, in terms of the, the sort of penalties and, and um, they, they're not, it's worth probably pointing out, they're not applicable for things like, you know, tax evasion or avoidance or things that, um, you know, would be pe uh, otherwise um, you'd be penalised for. Yes, quite. I mean, it's a different set of penalties. Um, the Some people on um, Accounting Web have been taking this soft landing um, situation a bit too literally and thinking that they don't actually have to start MDD until 2020. That really isn't the case. If you don't start submitting under MTD, when you're supposed to, you will get a penalty. However, we don't know exactly how those penalties are going to work yet. What HMRC said in the webinar this week, that uh, you know the, the current VAT portal is closing, um, but only once a business has signed up to MTD. And then this is another point people don't realize, is that individual businesses are going to have to individually sign up to MTD through their business tax account. Um, and that, that's an action that they have to take um, to start submitting under MTD. Um, and once they've signed up, the old way of submitting a VAT return will close for that particular business. Um, if they don't sign up, it won't close. So, But if they submit their VAT return under the old method of typing in they will probably get a penalty maybe it won't be accepted it's it's unfortunate hmrc hasn't made it absolutely clear at this stage how the penalties are, are going to be imposed but they're, they're quite clear the penalties will be imposed if you don't try and comply as you're supposed to excellent thank you rebecca um 
So those those of you who are familiar with this pod will remember in the old uh, Making Tax Digital pod days, we used to have a section called uh, Mark's Mailbag, where uh, we asked Mark about uh, any Thomson Reuters client questions that he'd been getting. Uh, Mark, what's the sort of... Um, what are what are some of the common questions you've been receiving on on making tax digital recently? Um, so, so recently, the the questions sort of fall into two categories, if you like. Um, clarification on what digital linking means. Um, there's a lot of misunderstanding around spreadsheets are allowed. No, they're not. Yes, they are. You know, how do you link a spreadsheet to whatever is doing the submitting, etc. Um, so, I quite often now refer. Uh, people to the the VAT notice, which has got uh, some really good examples. Actually, that's VAT notice seven hundred slash twenty two of what digital linking means and examples of what digital linking is. So, for example, a client keeping a spreadsheet and emailing that to their accountant is digitally linked. Um, so it doesn't have to be an always live link. So when a figure changes in one place, it's automatically updated in another. You know, even email coming into that process is still digital linking. So it's quite a broad, broad definition. The other thing that people ask me about um, is digital exclusion, particularly elderly clients. You know, quite a frequent client is uh, question is my client is is such an age. Uh, does that mean they're automatically excluded? Um, and that that's not necessarily the case. HMRC is still sort of clarifying what digital exclusion does and doesn't mean. Yeah, we have some more information about that point, actually, in the webinar this week. Um, currently in the VAT notice that you mentioned, 700 slash 22, paragraph 2.2, says that traders should contact the VAT helpline if they think they might be exempt. And this is exempt on the basis of disability, age, religion, um, digital exclusion, you know, they haven't got broadband where they live, that sort of thing. But if you ring the VAT helpline, they will have no information whatsoever about exclusion. They haven't been told anything. So it's a bit of a dead end that the VAT notice is sending people to. Um, however, HMRC is going to publish some more details about how to apply for an exemption from MTD at the end of November. Uh, that's November this year, 2018. Um, alongside some new guidance about digital exclusion um, and exclusion on the basis of age, religion, etc. And HMRC hopes that that will reduce the numbers who are going to try and claim an exemption from NTD. Indeed. Well, thank you very much for that, Rebecca. And uh, I think that uh, about wraps up um, this podcast. Um, thank you ever so much, Mark and Rebecca. Thank you to um, Thomson Reuters for uh, supporting this podcast. For more information on Making Tax Digital and uh, all the other news from the big wide world of accountancy, we're accountingweb.co.uk. Bye for now. This on-compliance podcast is brought to you by Thomson Reuters, the answer company, providers of technology, guidance and expertise to accountants in practice.